Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and I'm so excited about today's guest. She's a model based in New York City. Welcome to the show, Tomie Martel. Hello, so happy to be here. Oh my God, wow, you're a natural, like this. I know, I, I mean, I think we know I love to talk, so it's <laughs> never been a problem. I mean, I feel like this is literally no surprise to anyone that we just spoke for probably easily three hours yeah. if not longer yeah. prior to recording this so yeah. we just essentially recorded two podcasts all the stuff that you can't talk about on the podcast we spoke about before and then now <laughs> now now we'll, we'll give the people what they want but i'm so excited to have you on she's a chatty lady just like me yes. um but literally before we started recording i was just double checking as i do am i pronouncing your name right mm-hmm. and then she proceeds to inform me that her name is actually Japanese and then tells me the ethnicities of her parents and I was under the impression this whole time that you were Puerto Rican just full Puerto Rican I'm wrong really yeah I'm incorrect no I'm a mutt of so, tell so us. many things so tell us okay so my mom is half Japanese half Dominican and then my dad Cuban descent but they both grew up in Puerto Rico so that's oh. how they met because my dad's parents left well really my dad's side of the family his great grandpa lived in Spain. Okay, had to live had to leave during the Spanish Civil War. Mm-hmm. Goes to Cuba, then has to leave Cuba yeah, I was like, and go to PR. Well, actually, they did Miami. They did the whole Miami thing okay. for a bit. Um, and my grandparents like went to school there. They had to deal with like all the just heinous like racism stereotypes that were going on during that time with all the like the influx of Cubans in yeah, Miami. Yeah, and then after a while, they went to Puerto Rico. And then that's where my my dad was born and raised there. Mm-hmm. My mom was born weirdly enough in the Bronx. Okay, weirdly, but because her because her dad wanted her to have American citizenship, so oh. they literally flew from Japan to New York so that my mom could be born in a ho- in a in a Your hospital. Poor grandma. I know that. I know. Seriously, imagine being in your last trimester on an then, airplane for a no, like, full day. Exactly, and then you have to just go. To New York City, the Bronx, in a random... And she didn't speak English. Aww. I know. So there's actually... So she's dead. I never met her. Like, Aww. she died when my mom was three. Okay. So I never... Like, my mom doesn't know her... Very, obviously, like, she knows things of oh, her. Yeah, but yeah. only, like, you know, the pieces of information that have been told to her from her dad. And, like, that's a whole thing in itself. But, um, yeah. So, like, so random how he did that. But U.S. passport. Listen. The, the, the people die for that. Listen, it's... It's one of those things that I'm like, I'm happy I have it, but I'm embarrassed. Yeah, no, exactly. But Especially I'm, when you're in a foreign country yeah. and you're like, I mean, when I lived in Italy, I literally would only tell people, oh, where are you from? I'm from Puerto Rico. And then they'd go, oh, Puerto Rico. But then my roommate would be like, I'm from Massachusetts. And they'd be like, anyways. <laughs> no, <like>, literally. Next. <laughs> they were like, so bad bunny. <laughs> yeah. So he's hot. What's that yeah, all about? Yeah. Like, what are his songs about? Who's a TT? What is he saying? Who is... What is a chocha? Literally. (laughs) I can break it down for you. There is the way that Puerto Rican Spanish, though, is like so different. Like when I was in Europe, I remember I was in Spain and I was talking to like these old women and like we were in a neighborhood area. So you could tell it was like like the neighborhood like gossipers with their dogs. They meet up every afternoon to smoke like their cigarettes and talk. Everything you're saying is my dream. It was amazing. And they were very fabulous, of course. But they were talking to me, and literally the whole time I was like, excuse Say me? That again. And so then I literally was just like guesstimating about what they were saying to me. Excuse and then context. I would respond yeah. back, and I'm like, do they understand me? So by the end of it, I was fully just doing like 
a Spanish accent, like, uh, in Barcelona. <laughs> I literally had to transform You were just myself. like, let me try to make this yeah, more... Because the Puerto yeah. Rican Spanish will not, no, like, I fly. Di- it's definitely not the same. No, it's literally, like, like... Also, I mean, even Dominicans. Yeah. Like, I don't understand Dominicans half the time. Because it's, like, it's different vocabulary, Different too. vocabulary, yeah. different slang, different speeds of talking. Yes. Dominicans are like... Like yeah, so yeah, yeah. fast. It's like a it's like a whole different accent yeah. dialect and a different like intonations of certain words. Everything. So that is, well, yeah, that's me. But wait, so you were born in Puerto Rico? How long did yeah. you live there for? So I lived in Puerto Rico until I was seven, and then you don't know this about me. But <gasps> more, more things that we more don't things. know. More things. So we left Puerto Rico and we moved to drumroll. Louisville, Kentucky. Oh my God. Isn't that insane? People I, my like, sister lived there for nine years. I spent a lot of time in Louisville, Kentucky. What, did, what were your thoughts on it? How old were you when you were there? I was in college. Okay. Kind of cute. It's like kind of cute. Kind of cute. And honestly, like, I don't know what going to school there would be like. Right. Kind of cute. So I was there from like the ages of seven to 11. Okay. So uh, not too, too long, but enough that like, okay. So early childhood there was amazing. I was a horse girl. Love. Oh yeah, horse I'm a horse girl. girl. Are you really? I've been riding every day I, for five years. This is you were okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What did you? What kind did you do? English. Of course, of course. Like yeah. Let's no, be like, serious. The way that I said that in the cuntiest way. <laughs> I know. No, and imagine if you were like, oh, I rode western. I'd no. be like, get the mm, fuck out of my house. Okay, so you 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 rode with that saddle. Mm, kind of oh. lame. That's. Oh, you not... didn't have like the chaps and like the whole. The the outfits were cute. Wait, I literally have my helmet and my chaps in my room right now. I have them. I still have a saddle from when I was nine years old. In my I mom's have space. not ridden a horse. Actually, fun fact: since the last time I was in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay, well, we, maybe we should go back. Listen, Relive I would love to go to the bluegrass state. It's I, also the food there goes crazy. What is the mascot? I have a lot of pair of like a uh, football pair, like uh, the, card- the cardinal, the, the red. And who's cardinal. the other one? Because their merch was always oh, cute, or the blue one. The UK, University of Kentucky, University of Kentucky. But isn't it like a? They have, what's their mascot? It's like a lion or something. Yes, and it's, it's a so feline cute. Whenever creature. Pink was doing all of those, like like Victoria's Secret Pink was doing all those, like with col- universities. Yes, uh-huh. I had all the UK stuff. This is also when my sister lived in Louisville, so I was like, so you're repping the. Whole... I was at the mall. Uh-huh. I was literally the mall was everything. In oh, Kentucky literally, too. what were the two malls? St. Matthews and I don't remember honestly. You're like, child, I but, I remember, but I remember going to Auntie Anne's pretzels all the fucking time. It was like, okay, I, the way that I'm like horse girls. Okay, yeah. so you you were a horse girl. Yes. So early childhood was great. We lived in like, we had a neighborhood where like all of the backyards were connected. And I remember like all the kids would just run around and it was like a very free, free time. Um, I literally had to learn English. I, oh like, yeah. So like, for the first couple of, I think maybe like second and part of, maybe just second and part of third, I would often not be able to play during recess and I would have to go take freaking English immersion classes. Oh, that's so sad and mean. And I remember on my first day of second grade, so we moved in for my dad's job also. Um, I didn't go willingly, of course. And I was a child. I was a child. I, I was no dragged choice. against. I yeah. was actually kidnapped by I my parents. I did not have a job. <laughs> and so um, I remember my first day of second grade, like n- not being able to communicate. Yeah, no, that seems like not It was crazy. And I, I also vividly remember that I kept spelling the word he, J-E. <laughs> Like, for so long. And my teachers would have to be like, um, Tomie. <laughs> Honestly, on principle, I'm going to start spelling he as J-E. I think everyone should start doing and that. I think that that's But it's also je. We can get a little French with it. It was je. Hey, je. Yeah, yeah. Je. Um, and I also remember that first day, because my mom is a psycho. Mm-hmm. So my mom and I have the same name, and we also have the same name that my grandma has. 
And so my name is Japanese. You're a third generation Tomie. Yes. Insane. And so um, my mom grew up in Puerto Rico. Nobody, her first day of like preschool, kindergarten, whatever, nobody ever corrected her name. So she grew up her whole life going by Tomie. That's just what they call her in Puerto Rico. Okay. No one ever pronounced her name right. And she just accepted it. And she accepted it. Okay, couldn't but, be me. But with but with this this girl, no, that bitch showed up first that day was of trauma. class. And she literally was like, hello, students. With she her gave, accent. She gave a presentation. She literally was like, told everybody her name is pronounced Tomie. And she made sure that the teachers knew the principal. The principal. Okay. That's kind of nice. It's super sweet because now it's like, put place such an emphasis on... Mm-hmm me making sure that like people know my name yeah. and oftentimes people will hit me with like the oh like well do you have something else i can call you or can i just call you tommy can why? i no why no why you i don't just, think so. are you my mother you're gonna give me a different name like and so then there's this do you know warson shire yes okay love her an incredible poet like her work speaks to me so much and she has this poem and i'm totally gonna butcher it but it's something along the lines of give your daughters difficult names my name my name requires the full use of the tongue. My Slay. name doesn't make allows me doesn't allow me to trust anyone that can't pronounce it right. I mean, I live by that. And I think that's tea. I like, really identify with that. Never heard it until this very moment in time, but like that is the way that I'm like, I will take however much time it needs to stop saying my name mm-hmm. in a palatable white way because mm-hmm. the way that I was like, my name is Nor yeah. and I want to die. And when I think, I think back to all the times I'm like, my name is Nor, my mm-hmm. name is Nor. I'm like, my name is Nor. It's mm-hmm. not the same. And it sounds silly, quite mm-hmm. frankly, when I say Nor. It sounds like door or whore. <laughs> things that I have nothing to do with. I'm like, my name is so beautiful. And like, you can say it if you, you can just say it if you a little bit. Just, just like use a, like maybe like fifteen percent of your literally brain. just give it a shot. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? And it's also it it's like I always really place a lot of value and like I appreciate when people take the time to make to mis- make mistakes and then like fix it. Yeah. And I always tell people like for example on set because you know you're just always constantly yeah. meeting new people and so I always tell them like don't be afraid to ask like you're gonna butcher it and and that's fine. But no, you know, it's really interesting because ultimately, I guess I just grew up with so many different pronunciations of my name because in Spanish, in, in, in Puerto Rico, everyone says Tomie. Mm-hmm. It's like, to- but then when we moved to the States, Tomie. Yeah. And that's fine. Like yeah. I, she it, just did like a little giddy up. I know. I did, I did a like little, a little southern She move. did a little like yeehaw. <laughs> We're at a honky tonk. We really are. And so then, yeah, in Kentucky, it was like Tomie. And then it just stuck. And I, I don't like get offended with it, whatever, because Tomie also like reminds me of when I'm in trouble. Like I associate that now being scolded. with being scolded. Because yeah. when we moved to Kentucky and we left Puerto Rico, everything, my parents only allowed me to speak Spanish in the house. No oh, this English. This was the in thing the that house. we connected on. Yes. That I was only allowed to speak yes. Arabic at home, and you were only allowed to speak Spanish. And like I would speak to them in English, and they'd say, "¿Qué? Yeah. No te entiendo. Yeah. Yo no, yo no, my mom would say, "Yo no hablo inglés." And I remember it was also not the gaslighting. Literally, and I remember actually. We would always, it was always Target. And this is when, this is so early childhood in Kentucky was great. But when I started to reach like my preteen years, I started to become like super hyper aware, I guess also early in childhood of how different I was compared to everybody there. Mm -hmm. Like I'm already different looking. Like I'm an Asian Latina woman growing up in Puerto Rico. So she's hot. But, (laughs) so I'm actually perfect. So she's actually really hot. (laughs) But I, at least in Puerto Rico, like I grew up there and like, 
I never was aware of how I was different there right. for some reason. Yeah. And how different my mom was too. Like my mom in Puerto Rico, they called her Chinita, which means Chinese girl, which we are not Chinese. But anyways, <laughs> it's like, more of like inaccurate. A, it's like a term of endearment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I, in Puerto Rico, like I was a child. I didn't, I wasn't fully self-aware or whatever. And then in Kentucky, once you become self-aware and you're like, I was just so confused about who I was in this new environment, mm-hmm. like taken from my family, taken from where I grew up, placed somewhere else. And then I remember you literally, don't speak the language. I don't speak the language. Yeah. I remember literally praying to God that I would wake up with blonde hair, blue eyes and thin lips. I literally wanted thin lips. I both simultaneously want to scream and cry right now. Isn't that insane? Though? I want to scream cry. And I would smile like, like purse my lips. I'll literally send you a photo like in from the ages of like maybe seven to like the end of eight. So is it something that like you just became like very like self-aware or yeah. like were kids being dicks? I think it was, I became self-aware. Okay. I think all my neighbors were blonde, like white kids. Yeah. And then there was just nobody that looks like me. So I was so confused. And that's, listen, I feel like the word representation has like a negative connotation mm-hmm. just because of the way that it's been used for mm-hmm. marketing. But like, that is why representation no, 100%. is important. It literally can actually alter the way a child views and mm-hmm. feels about themselves. And it makes a literal fucking difference because there's a reason why I never thought I could in any capacity work in fashion. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, this is something I can, I can admire it. I can like it. I can, but there's no it. one like me, but there will never be any way like, mm-hmm. haha, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I'll never even go to a show or like nothing. Like it was, it wasn't even like a dream that I like allowed myself right. to right. have. It wasn't a reality. Cause it even, was like, understand. It was like, girl, be fucking for real. Like yeah. be realistic. You're yeah. being so irrational right now. Yeah. But like, that is because I never saw anyone who mm-hmm. looked like me. So, it was so like, it's, 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 there's not even a door for me to even try to open. Yeah. Basically. And, and it's also like, yeah, like it's hard to not feel some type of way when you're in a space, especially like you're eight years old, you're seven mm-hmm. years old, you're in the second mm-hmm. grade and not see everyone who looks the same. And exactly. you're like, well, I'm, I don't look like that. It was very visual. I yeah. For me as a child and like two of my best friends are my neighbors, blonde hair, blue eyes. And I remember thinking they were like the pinnacle of beauty. Oh my God. And to think that as like such a small child. And so that was something that, so that started to happen. And then also I was starting to say y'all, which my parents did not fuck with that. My mom was like, I know I don't mind a y'all, but my mom was like, we're not Southern, we're Puerto Rican. And so then with that, and then I was just becoming like very, Kentuckian I was That's like a very you know how they dress like thing. people like wear pajamas to the grocery store I wasn't mm-hmm. doing quite that but I was like I was embarrassed that my mom would like I mean my mom's Latina like she wears her lipstick she wears the heels to the grocery store I was really embarrassed to speak Spanish in Target Aww. people would look at us I remember when I was eight my dad and I were walking in the mall yeah going by P.F. Chang's and this couple goes look at those two speaking Mexican not speaking Mexican. Not Mexican. Like, if you're going to insult someone, at be least, correct. like, be correct. Don't be, like, an idiot. Yeah, like, don't be dumb. And so I think that my parents started to pick up on, like, a lot of just, like, really, like, negative racial undertones that were there. And it's not, like, the deep, deep South, obviously, but there is still, like, it's, a bit of a Southern Kentucky menta- is definitely like, more Southern than, like, than, other... Uh, than even, like, Ohio. Ohio yeah, no, 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 like no, no, no. Southern. Like, no, no. Kentucky is definitely, like, you can go to certain parts mm-hmm. of it where it's, like, oh, this... I'm scared. This is, like, honky-tonk land. Like, it's yeah. cute in the way that it's like oh look at all the fields yes like nature yeah nature like yeah and like there's that southern like 
kindness. Well, hospitality, people call you honey. But it's fake. And it's super. But I still like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I don't mind being mind. I don't mind being called honey. I'm like, I know you think I'm the T word, but yeah. you're still being nice <laughs> to me, and I like it. I know. Like, yeah. be fake, bitch. Yeah. It's I fine. don't care. Everyone's fake. I, At least you're nice, fake. Let me be living my delusional world. I'm like, tell me I'm pretty again. Exactly. But yeah. And so then, ultimately, I think my parents got to the point where they were like, okay, we don't want to keep raising our children here. And then, boom, dad gets another job offer. So where do we go? Just where? further north. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Are you okay? Isn't that so fucking random? Nobody ever knows this about me for I'm some reason. I'm calling DCF no, because, because this is child abuse. And literally from Puerto Rico to like Minnesota. Yeah. And the first winter, I remember it was like negative 50 degrees. Yeah. It was insane. Because I'm like, Kentucky gets cold. For but sure, like, but, but like, not Minnesota. Not Minnesota. Cold. No, 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 It's no, like no. literally Arctic. No, that's weather. actually. It's like un, you can't be outside. You'll, no, you'll, you'll die. get di- you you'll will death. Die. The death will fall upon like, you. Like not this past winter. The winter before, I went home negative sixty degrees. That's that's not happen. people. Why are we living there? But I will say, summer in Minneapolis is like bliss. The weather's perfect. The it's so nice and green. Like I love going home in the summer. I believe you. I do but, believe you. I mean, it's still an Arctic fucking yeah, tundra yeah. in the winter. Wait, how many siblings do you have? So I just have a younger sister. Okay. And she is 20. She's about to turn 21. I'm like, what day is it? <laughs> okay. I have a little bit of she's, time. She's, she's almost 21. <laughs> 21. Yeah. When my niece turned 21, I just pr- like for no reason would just say 21. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know why you're doing this. And I'm you're like, like, I don't know. It feels right. I saw it on TRL or Real or Real World or some MTV yeah. show. Someone did well, it Something once. like brainwashing. And it really just is in my brain. A lot of things, they leave my mind. I discard of them. I that, mean, it's literally like TikTok sounds that like I just hear throughout the day now. Oh my God. Okay, wait. My entire TikTok for you page, I don't know why I can't speak anymore. My whole for you page is the Sprinkle Sprinkle Lady. What? I like don't. You're lying. I no, it is. I, I oh, know. I it, it, gonna, is, it is. It oh, is. Oh no, no. I thought you were going to say that you don't. I, don't I thought you were going to say you don't know her. And I was going. Oh, like, I know her. I was going to be like. Oh, I know. Need to sprinkle, stop sprinkle. right now. And she's like, what do I do if a man is talking to another woman? Nothing. You're not jealous. You give him nothing. And oh, I saw. Oh, saw you were with her. Like she honestly. Yeah. Kind of amazing advice. No, I'm not gonna lie. Like the the first time I saw one of her videos, I was just like, haha. Yeah. And then I saw another one, and I was like. Is this toxic? And then I was like, mm, no, Nora, you think that because of internalized misogyny. Exactly. That's why you exactly. think it's toxic. She's just like sp- speaking the truth that we need She's to be literally living. saying everything that we should always mm-hmm. be saying. And mm-hmm. now, because I do watch her videos entirely, yeah. any single one that shows up. No, I, and they're long sometimes. So that's why my For You page is now just her. Yeah. No, and I'm getting her too all the time. But I feel like that she has, like, she kind of like popped up all of a she sudden. did but she, i we, i was trying to figure out where her videos are from because they're clearly like from a youtube, a YouTube video something. but with like a live q a yeah, like yeah. i don't even know what the format is I know. for anyone who doesn't know who she is, she's always like, got that eyeliner they're like what the fuck are you talking no. about <laughs> just literally just go on tiktok sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. yeah just yeah. literally look up sprinkle sprinkle i was literally was watching one last night and someone was like what does sprinkle sprinkle mean and everybody was like i think it's just like her way to say like period <laughs> but what does it mean? I don't know. Honestly, I'm like my whole for you page is just her. But like, what are what else are you watching on TikTok? It's literally right now overloaded with cat content, of course. Okay, of course. But okay, I don't know what's going on. They cannot stop giving me white women doing 
glowy summer emrata it's the same it's literally i'm just emrata don't even say it out loud because now my tiktok is going to show me that it is it's listening it's literally They're, listening it, the government is here and then i'm gonna have to be glowy summer emrata no but what i've been the thing is i've just been swiping like i don't even engage and they won't stop giving me this white women doing the same the same it's makeup always the same. it's always the same and but, like yeah you guys look great your skin looks great okay but i don't care Literally, I want to know how many makeup tutorials for glowy, no makeup, makeup, clean girl makeup do we have to see before, like, like, are we done? Can we, can they be banned? Like, literally, like, if you're going to do a makeup tutorial, the whole point is that you're showing me how to do something that requires skill or knowledge. Right. If you're literally just, like, putting Putting on on a a bronzer. And then, like, a highlight and then bronzer. Right. And brow gel, the, the brow gel. We know all, this. All the girls love we, brow we, gel. We know this. Yeah. So, I've actually been doing this since I was like 15. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, if, if you're not showing me a cool trick mm-hmm. or like just like a really crazy mm-hmm. eye look that I'm like, we'll never do, but right. we'll watch. Exactly. It's, it feels very much like who's watching this? No. Children, I have to assume. I have to assume it's like girls in like middle America. Yeah. I don't know. Because they're like, or oh, honestly, sh- if, I feel like it's like girls that are my sister's age. And so recently I actually had to talk to my sister um about how she engages with her tiktok algorithm and just any algorithm at all Mm -hmm. because she was getting some seriously seriously toxic stuff like she was getting girls being like american food is terrible for you you shouldn't have like american cheese but in a way that was like like yes yeah fully and just like have you seen that one that's like how to make a 40 calorie dinner i literally don't see those but my nieces right like when they're scrolling i can hear it and i'm like i really really hope you're not in- watching like this i'm going shit. to rip the phone like out. this is actually worse than tumblr a hundred percent like because at least tumblr is just like a fucking photo of a skinny ukrainian yes, which girl is, it's like that's not great but like for someone to give you like instruction and to tell you like this is bad and then under the guise food. of like health exactly and i'm like no this is actually malnourished mm-hmm. you're literally yes. just describing just how to be malnourished how to have an eating disorder and like literally like you're nutrient deficient mm-hmm. and 100%. you're not okay and also you're probably really sad because you're hungry exactly and so then that's my sister like we talked on the phone and she was like I just have been feeling like this overwhelming guilt lately about Aww. like eating and what I eat. And it was only like lasting, I think like maybe a week, two yeah. weeks, but I was like, Emmy. And then I just told her like, when you get that content, you don't even watch it. You just swipe, swipe. You don't even engage. Don't read nope. the comments. Nope. Nothing. Literally just and if swipe you keep it. swiping enough, Eventually. they'll get hope. God willing. Right. They'll Literally. get that. Like she doesn't care, but she was also watching like YouTube videos and I don't ever, ever get that kind of content. Mm-hmm. If anything, I get like weird, like historical Greek mythology yes. things. Yes. I get a lot of that. It's like, these are all the words that are the same in Sicilian and in Arabic. No, and I'm like, I'm like interested. Yeah. And this is the connection between like things like that. And so then I like had to try to explain to her, like, it's because you're engaging. It's because you're reading these comments. And so hopefully I, I haven't really checked in with her. Um, it was like just a few weeks ago. You know what ago. you can also do to alter her for you page, which is what I did, which is I that? hope none of my nieces ever listen to my podcast. Well, it's really just the one that I was worried about. But I just flood her with so many TikToks. Uh-huh. And then I do the annoying thing where I text her and I'm like, oh, make sure you watch this TikTok because you'll oh, really, really like it. So, so I if you will, open it? So when whatever TikToks you're consuming, it doesn't uh-huh. matter if you're being sent them or if they're on your food. Like it still like processes that as something you're interested in yes 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 okay that's exactly so like i literally just sent her so many but that's a great tactic because i'm like i i heard it i overheard it once Mm -hmm. and i was like what the fuck are you watching and she's like i'm not watching it and i was like but you're even even like 
background listening I don't, to it. And I didn't like the defensiveness in her tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. How old is she? 15. That is just like, that is like prime. The way that I'm like 15, question mark. Question mark. Yeah. I know. I had to think about what my mm-hmm. sister's age was. But I mean, I, that's like, I remember at, for me, it was like 13, 14 Tumblr era. Yeah. Was that. But at least also like, it was like, I remember my Tumblr would be like, yeah, like a lot of like pro Anna-esque things. Yeah. But now, only now in retrospect, I look back and I'm like, that was simply because it was horrible. really glamorized yeah and like and it was like the pale blog yeah. aesthetic like oh. the skinny little legs like the thigh gap thing the american apparel girls we know what we're talking about right? the way like, that literally like i just want to punch a hole in the wall yeah no because like, i'm like you see it in your mind right i would pose in the most psychotic ways to just make sure that i had, had a thigh gap and i'm like first of all what even is this? Your legs would literally look like you're bow-legged. Like, literally, why was I doing that? No, yeah. Why was I doing that? Yeah. And it's also because, oh, that I was just literally being fed. Just emulating that what this you're is seeing. the beauty standard. This yep. is what people like. This is what you should look like. And I've said this a million times on my podcast because, like, it's just really, it's the one thing that stands out to me, seeing photos of Kate Moss and being like, I want to mm-hmm. look like that. Mm-hmm. And then just one day clicking like, in my head. Cheek. Like, I'm never going to look like that. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, very fine. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's just no way for me to ever look like that exactly ever she's just a white woman yeah. like i like, don't bodies are just yeah. built different yeah baby. and also like she's not maybe she's okay now i hope she's okay I, yeah. like, I do like her but like she was not well not well so i'm like i was literally idolizing the way someone who was unwell mm-hmm. and also we white all were but we all look like exactly and it's just yeah it's so fucked up but and she also what's also really interesting is like a lot of these girls during that tumblr era were almost like doing like the Lolita-esque thing. And so Which that was also, also creepy. so fucking creepy yeah. to me and like really put a bad taste in my mouth. And now as an adult, like, okay, you're glamorizing not only like skinniness, thinness, unhealthiness, but like almost this like child, like, like prepubescent look. Yeah. And so then I, yeah, I look back at that and I'm like, holy fuck, I can't even believe I was like, remotely influenced by that as a child i read the book lolita that's how oh, I did influenced too. i was by it. and like I, I watched the movie as well and i i never i didn't even watch i didn't Demented. know that there was a movie but like i remember reading that book and i was a teenager and being like wow this is so profound I know. and then i kind of started to read it again like yep. probably in my 20s and i could not finish it no it's disturbing it was really creepy it's, i think isn't it like banned in some it countries it should be it's very creepy a hundred like the entire premise should be illegal if you've never heard of the book don't listen to this now and think oh i should read this book don't read it it's creepy it's fucked and it's also like have you seen the brooke shields documentary i did i wanted to watch it and no one wanted to watch it you have to watch i am gonna watch literally it's three parts i watched it with my mom it was incredible no because i just feel like i think just in general like if your job is to like be a model of any sort or like you're being photographed like you're gonna be fucking scrutinized for the way you look like all these things are going to become very much like a, a part topic of, yeah. a conversation in your life but i can only imagine with brooke shields i'm like she was so young she was baby yeah. no she, she was, was playboy published her naked as a nine-year-old in a tub you'll watch the documentary you'll what? see yes so what? they literally like playboy used to have another magazine that was for more of the nymphette they literally said it was more for the nymphette type and so, and it also really interesting, there was a comment in that documentary where someone said, the sexualization of young girls was a direct response to feminism, which was really a fascinating aspect. And like, you think about it, even like, obviously this was, you know, the 80s, 90s, Brooke Shields, different time. But the same thing is happening now. Like, we still glorify a thinness that is almost like prepubescent, like not normal. Yeah. And so, no, but the sa- I eventually had to come to the same terms of like, 
this is just not like I am a Hispanic woman. I'm like a curvy girl and like I'm just never going to look like that. Even at my very, very, very skinniest. Yeah. I was unhealthy. Yeah. Skinny. I was I still was not because what the, the, the what I wanted. Right? Exactly. But it's also like I think when you're able to like accept that, like mm-hmm. it really does like allow you to see yourself in a less body dysmorphia mm-hmm. type of way where you're like, oh, suddenly like this curve in my body that I literally fucking hated and wanted to eliminate mm-hmm. and eradicate, like it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like why did I not like and this? It's part of what makes me me as well. Yeah. It's like also like you can look not like that and mm-hmm. look great and look better even sometimes. I don't want to bully anyone, but you know, let's not compare bodies, mm-hmm. but you know. <laughs> no, but every but that's the thing. It's like everybody's different. And so basically when I got to that point, I luckily had the sense to do what I told my sister to do is I just unfollowed Mm -hmm. on Instagram like I did a whole cleanse and then I remember this was in college so this is when I like finally was like starting to get real like way more curvy Mm -hmm. like I was growing into my womanly Mm -hmm. body and I was like what the fuck yeah, is going it's, on? It can like, feel, I think regardless, that's just a disorienting thing. Cause you're like, yeah. where, what is Who going is on? that? Like, no. and it just happens like so in a quickly. way that like no one told you about. Yep. And that's what my sister's going through right now. Same, same age, everything like her body's just changing. Mm-hmm. My sister's much smaller than me, but yeah. she's becoming curvier. Yeah. And so then I did the whole like unfollow cleansing, but not only that, on top of that, I actively started to seek out women on Instagram that I could follow that had bodies that were just more representative of like, not even just me, but of a more, just the range. Yes. Just like options of like, like even if it's like the type of thing where it's like, she doesn't have the exact same body type as me, Mm -hmm. but like, oh, she also has big boobs Mm -hmm. and like, and she owns it. Yes. 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 It's little things like that, that I feel like when you're exposing yourself to like, just not that one stereotypical heroin exactly. chic look. Like it's very healthy and every like white. Like I didn't realize how many white women I was following. I and when I was like, until I was like 1920 and I looked through my feed and I was like, it's all white bikini. It's literally models. shoved in our face. Insane. It, it, it's like so hard to not have that like kind of feeling at some point of like, Oh, like I just, this is so beautiful. I mm-hmm, wish I could look like mm-hmm. this. Cause everyone else is like praising this person. Mm-hmm. And Oh my God, the most beautiful woman in the world. And it's like, she's really she's pretty she's not the most beautiful person mm-hmm. in the world that's crazy and that and it's also like not not even to get into like the filters yeah the stuff that goes on behind the scenes right um but that was really one of the most cathartic things that i think i've done for myself and it's funny enough because a lot of the models it was a lot it was like models that i followed back when, when i was still a teenager mm-hmm. and then a lot of these girls now i'm realizing because like now i'm modeling very it's she's so, she's model it's very recent though like yeah. within the last year and a half and i never saw myself doing this but you know here i am but a lot of those girls that i used to follow used to idolize like diana for example yeah now i'm like we're friends and we're working together and so it's just like so amazing to see how like surrounding yourself even through social media and like what you're just intaking yes. all the time it makes such a big difference makes such a big difference but it is also like kind of a like just mindfuck to think about damn like all these women that helped me feel comfortable with myself i'm now at a place where i'm like collaborating yes with them. i'm working yes. on projects yes. with them yeah like diana and i just did a project together diana and this other photographer diana and then um Amani and Chloe. I don't know if you know Yeah, yeah, that. I know Amani. But we did, I don't know if it's, it's when it's coming out, but we did a shoot together, um, like, and it's focused on, like, the female forum, femininity. Oh, this is going to be so good. And it's, like, something that I, like, it's just I never saw this for myself. But that's also one of the things that I think modeling has pros and cons, but I think one of the best things that modeling has done for me has forced me 
to at least become comfortable with my body. Yes. And it's like, I remember when I first started, I was like, that's what my fucking ass looks like right now. Are you, I'm going to kill myself type thing. But then over time, just seeing yourself, you're able to just be like, well, fuck, this is it. This is it. And you just have to kind of like accept accept that you don't have control. Exactly. Exactly. And like also kind of like realize that like, Angles make a difference. Angles make lighting, lighting. Ma- all these things like makeup, oil. You can I look, look like a different girl. You can look like a million different ways, mm-hmm. and it's like you just need to feel comfortable in like who you are, mm-hmm. and like just be like, it's fine that it looks like this from mm-hmm. this angle because maybe it looks like this, maybe it doesn't. Who fucking knows? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's just you just kind of have to submit to yourself to like the fact that it's like it's exactly mm-hmm. it's out of my control, and that has really helped me like come to terms with like me, my body, the things that I didn't like about myself, just like being exposed to literally seeing it on a screen in front of like a dozen people. It's just like either you either get comfortable with it or this isn't the job for you and you just got to keep it pushing. When did you start modeling? So I started modeling, um, October or September of 2021. Wait, that's so 2022. No, wait, wait, what? I've been this year is 2023 now. Okay, so, um, wait, I don't know. I don't know time. No, I also don't know time. She I literally... think it was 2021. I think it was 2020. I, that, I feel like that makes sense. A year and a half. 2022 doesn't make sense because... That would be that would not even be that, a year. That wouldn't make sense. That wouldn't even be... Okay. Yeah, so okay. 2021 <laughs> makes sense. Yes. yes. So very, very... It was like, never saw that one Was coming. that something that you like knew you wanted to do or did it just kind of like happen? Like, wh- So, I mean, ultimately what happened is I graduated college and then I knew I wanted to move to New York. I always, I got into schools here yeah. and my parents were like, you need to go to school in Boston because everything closes at two there and you have family there. And God knows, like I was insane. I would have probably been arrested if I went to college here. It's a wonder that I didn't get arrested in Boston. Um, but then... Um, I graduated college. I went home. I was literally working like at Nordstrom in yeah. the designer department, like just saving up because I didn't like get myself a job or anything. Yeah, I wasn't on top of that. And also, college doesn't like prepare you for oh, my, a job. Because what's my way. broadcast journalism degree and psych in English minor is going to do? In literally, this world? quite frankly, what does any degree other than Nothing. like a medical degree? Also, I could just be lying. Like, <sighs> has anyone ever asked? Like, can I? No, Dad. You're like actually, I, I went to Harvard, microbiologist, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I do know people that have lied about that shit which is crazy i know not me but Some, i couldn't do something it. else for me to keep an eye out for exactly add it to the list of suspicious and weird things exactly. that people might do but um and so then i just was working there literally saving up money like miserable like i saw everybody like living their life i but i knew i had to make this sacrifice and like live at home where were you where, where was home at this time this is minneapolis okay yeah so i went to college in boston okay come back to minneapolis i was there like nine months and i was had enough money saved i was ready to move and then ah coronavirus oh yeah that so that was crazy but i kind of was just like fuck it i'm still gonna go and so then i moved july of 2020 was like so stressed financially like i was like what am i gonna do with my life like Mm -hmm. i don't know what i'm doing um, I worked at a vintage store for literally a month, and then I got a big girl job working at a nonprofit, and then I was working in family law, um, and that was, like, a very, like, emotionally taxing job. Like, I heard probably some of the most disturbing, like, stories of just, like... Yeah, family law is not I, a good time. It's, like, it was a lot. And, like, I was People, having nightmares. I yeah. probably should have gone to therapy. People don't contact 
a family law office right for a like, non-profit one too. oh yeah all, especially like, that it's for people for that exactly. anything fun it's never something fun. and it was just like a lot of we dealt with a lot of like immigrant people people that were like really scared to even be on the phone thinking that like am i even allowed and then it, so it was also it was very emotionally taxing but on top of that really i helped so many people yes and this was also like i was in minneapolis during the summer of 2020 which is when everything happened and so I did a lot of like volunteer work, a lot of stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is what I fucking have to do. Yeah. And like, this is the work that I feel really passionate about. I have like my internships back to this work up. And so, yeah, I landed that job and then I worked there for a year, but it was getting to a point where it was like, oh my God, like I was having nightmares about the stories. It's very emotionally taxing to like have to listen to people all the time. And also like in a situation where sometimes you feel like you can't actually help them. Yeah, very much. It's a very like anxiety inducing and like also like trauma can be kind of absorbed in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it also maybe like brought up traumas that I didn't realize I had. Yeah. And like a lot of all this was phone calls because it was still COVID time. So it was just over the phone. And like, I would have these people telling me all these horrible and I couldn't even put a face to the story. Oh. Right. So it was getting um, to be a lot. And then I remember some casting director reached out to me on Instagram. And this is like, I had never like thought about modeling, nothing. And um, she asked me to send photos and like a casting video for a bliss job. Mm. And I remember I was like, oh damn like I'm not signed nothing and like I I'm getting you know casting directors talking to me and so then at that point I was like oh well maybe I can just do this as like a side hustle yeah um just to make more money because the nonprofit pays pennies anytime you're actually helping people no one is you're making no money but let me tell you that health insurance was kicking oh it was amazing listen I paid $50 a month I worked for the state and I had the best I know I paid 30 I want to go back in time so I go to the doctor more I need to go to the doctor I'm like why was I not getting a cleaning every month I should have cleaned my teeth monthly exactly and now it's like oh well, now it's just not the case. Well, I'm at my mom's now. Well, I'm like, so now I well, I love that for you, yeah. young motherfucker. <laughs> hey, I have like literally four months Enjoy left. it because then you're going to pay a lot of money I'm for gonna insurance. I'm going to all of everything. And, and you're still going to pay a lot of money at the doctor's offices. For the shittiest it's insurance. as if you don't have insurance. Yeah, it's all. actually like you might as well just break your leg and go to the hospital. It's going to cost the same eventually. I, at this point, I'm like, I need to just reach my deductible. I yeah. will break my leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'll push you down the stairs. Yeah, thank you. Um, and so then... That happened, and then basically I did a shoot with a friend of a friend, Mariah, and she, like, just collaboration. She didn't make me pay her nothing like that. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just take these photos, maybe send them around, see what happens. I know she had, like, some connections because she works with some agencies. Um, And then she posted the photos within, like, five minutes of her posting them. Muse messaged me. You're lying. And then they were like, it's always the classic, hey, love your look just wondering are you represented and I was like no they were like come in meet with us please and then I came in had to like pretend I was going to the doctor because <laughs> literally like the nonprofit life was oh my just God, taking yeah, over yeah so yeah. I had to like pretend I was going to the doctor's office and they yeah they offered me a contract and then they were like we want you to quit your job and I was remember I was like um I'm not sure like I have this job right now. Like I need financial security. Like I make this much money. Like I want to keep making this much money. They looked at me and they were like, girl, you can make that in a day. And I was like, cool. I'll put my two weeks. You're like, I actually already put them in like 30 seconds ago. I left. Yeah. And so then I left and, and that was actually kind of like, 
hard for me in my brain to go from such a, a, a job where I help like hundreds of people, maybe even thousands, honestly, with how long I was there. Um, and to something so vapid and like so self-involved. And I feel like I'm still kind of, kind of trying to like mesh, like where can I mix like my desire to help mm-hmm. people and to like better the world. And really like, I just love supporting people. Yeah. And so how can I mesh that with fucking modeling? Like how? And it's not like I have like a big Instagram platform or anything where I can like still be active and like make a big difference. I mean, I guess, I guess I could, right? But you, you could. I could, I could. But I'm just like trying to navigate now. But like, I, how do I, I not feel like a piece of shit about like being a vapid model and like going from something like, you know, it's like so from one extreme to the no, other. No, you do understand that you're truly and literally preaching to the choir. I'm like, I literally counseled survivors of domestic violence. Yeah. And... And l- that was like my full time job, mm-hmm. like nine to five. No one. How had- long did you do that for? Five years. Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh yeah. My God. And I every month had a, a, approximately a thousand new cases, Holy and shit. every case had at least one person, if not two or three, mm-hmm. sometimes four. Um, so it was, it was very emotionally taxing. And then I was like starting to influence a mm-hmm. little bit more. And then like when I eventually quit and was like a full time influencer, mm-hmm. it was a really confusing for me to process time and that I was like I went from doing this job where I like I knew I was actually improving the quality in some way of people's lives and very hands-on and if I couldn't do that I was at least like making this person feel heard Mm -hmm. and like validated and like like genuinely there were so many times where I'm like I actually cannot give you what you need and like I don't even have a resource to refer you to like fuck, I can't help you kind of thing which is terrible even listening but just listening is definitely especially if someone is in a situation like that it's very I think comforting in so many ways and yeah like it was very strange for me to feel like okay so like all I do is take pictures of myself that's weird like who am I helping but that's the thing which like I do still have some weird imposter syndrome but like even prior to the podcast me just posting photos of myself when other like hijabi girls saw that like that mm-hmm. made them feel mm-hmm. that scene representation mm-hmm. like it it did make people feel it's better. the representation that we were talking about and I, I, that we didn't see growing up and it's like it, that wasn't like enough but it was something yeah 100%. and then like and i'm sure you had people like in in your dms being yes. like this is crazy yes. to see yeah like it, i've had girls say i started wearing a hijab because of mm-hmm. you or i became like more comfortable and like experimenting with my style mm-hmm. and as a hijabi because of you and and like, like thank you for showing that you can like yes be a muslim woman yes. and dress so well like it's little things like that and then i feel like it was still like constantly on my mind like what can i do and like that's what made me want to do a podcast because mm-hmm. i was like i want to be able to share like my experiences and other people's experiences in a way that someone hearing it will identify with this. Mm-hmm. And that is comforting because mm-hmm. I know that that comforts me. So I'm like, it's, it's better than nothing, but yeah, there's always this part of my mind. That's like, I want to do more. I should do more. And quite frankly, maybe I'm just lazy. No, but I also, I think it's exactly what you're saying, right? Like even objectively, like looking at your Instagram, for example, like you're a woman who wears a hijab, you're a Muslim woman. And obviously you dress conservatively, but you still like, like, it's so amazing to see how there's still personality. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's something that, like, so many, like, young women trying to navigate personality. Yeah. And a lot of your personality, I personally think, is your style. Yeah. And finding that. And feeling comfortable, but still being able to express yourself. And that's something that 10 years ago was 
like it, non-existent non-existent it literally, like, that's like, because you created like you helped create this i'm like you know? it wasn't just me I'm but like, you helped create but this. i will say i'm so old that i am one of the like i'm like one of the og you, shopping but yeah, influencers no, but that is like but like it that is very so much, much like now i'm gonna just shout people out it's very much asia it's very much dina it's very much maria like there's a lot of people at that time who were creating and like it's so wonderful to see that like it turned into this kind of just community of people where mm-hmm. we're like, oh no, we're all gonna fucking do this mm-hmm. now, and we're and we're we, gonna kill it. By and the way. we all have very different style because that's yes. the other thing. I'm like the way I dress. Not every hijabi girl wants to mm-hmm. dress like me, and that's fine. Like even mm-hmm. if you want to wear like what's considered to be like, you know, like the the very like stereotypical when you think of like a Muslim woman like wearing the big cloak mm-hmm. type dress, like that could be a sleigh. Like you can wear that, and mm-hmm. it's gonna look fucking good, mm-hmm. and like. It's just literally comes down to like you have to be exposed to it to feel like, oh, wait, this looks cool because it's very, it's the kind of thing that we were talking about. Like you look at your own body and maybe you see one thing and everyone else sees something else. Mm-hmm. And it's like as soon as you see it on someone who looks like you, you're like, wait, I feel like I can accept this mm-hmm. now. Exactly. And you just need to be able to see someone else do it every now and then, especially when you're young. Like being a woman is fucking hard as shit you're just trying to figure out who you are in this like insane world that's also suppressing you telling you so many things about how you should be what you should look like and your physical appearance is given so much weight and value in fact you're made to feel like it's the only it's valuable exactly. thing you have exactly. like you're here to look pretty and have a baby and then nothing else yeah like if you're illiterate that's also fine yeah like literally <laughs> just be pretty have no baby. exactly procreate and like that's and that's like you, and cook and it's just very even in this day and age I feel like still very prevalent very much alive and well and so I think it is like important that you have this like presence and even like the fact that like you just kind of like were living your life and then like a modeling agency was just like hey I know that was insane I remember I was like hello who is this (laughs) so like how like because first of all I feel like you are the queen of skims like every time oh my god i see you, simply I'm like, not i'm like what the fuck is she up to oh doing more skim stuff which i'm like i love that because i love skims so i'm like this is uh, everything about it i like it but is there a job that like you did that made you just be like holy fucking shit i can't like was there one specific job or brand that you're like i can't believe this this is crazy i have to say honestly skims is pretty crazy it, that's what i'm saying so, yeah skims is pretty skims is pretty fucking crazy and that it's also i so that same in that same weekend i flew to la and i did skims and i did savage fenty oh my god yeah which were two of my dream clients no, I'm like, like starting off that's like i'm like can't breathe it was like a very i was very i was very like i'm very happy you're like who am i what's going on but it was also kind of crazy because it's like i think specifically skims was it was you know, it was kind of a conflicting thing because I'm really proud of myself to be working with this like giant brand that yeah. so many girls are just dying to work with. It's the Kardashian name, yeah. which I find interesting, right? Because like they're that's a beauty standard. But then what I it's kind of like oh, but then Skims uses all body types. It's a bit confusing to my brain. It honestly. is confusing. It's it is confusing. But I find myself having empathy for people who, quite frankly, sometimes don't even deserve it. Mm-hmm. But like when I see like you know the Kardashians, right? Mm -hmm. The amount of attention and pressure and scrutiny on their bodies Mm -hmm. 
I don't know what I would do if I was in that position. I can't imagine. And for anyone who's like, oh, well, they did that to themselves. No one knows that that's what the fuck right. is gonna you happen. Don't know there going to happen. There is no way for anyone to explain that to you or yeah. prepare you for that. You never know that that's going to fucking happen. Well, also, like, the world told them, like, this is how you make money. Exactly. Right? So now there's this pressure of, like, I have to look this way to make money. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't know if they're good people, bad people. That doesn't matter right. to me. But all I know is that people are constantly talking about their appearance. Mm -hmm. Do you not like, are you surprised? Like, right. like, and I do think that they, they did kind of fuck people a little bit and that they were like, no, this is just what I was born right. looking like, like that wasn't cool. But then it's also like a part of my brain is like, what do they owe to anyone? Yeah. No, like, that's very like true. what does anyone owe? Like, why is everyone so entitled to like, maybe they don't want to share that. Maybe it's super, yeah. it's a big insecurity of theirs and they're in fucking delusional, like La La Land. Did you and watch the last episode of the Kardashians? Is, which one was the last one? I think it was the third one. Oh, third. I, I haven't watched the third okay, one. Okay. Watch that. Cause they definitely touch on that and they okay. touch on like their, the, the public idea. Does it feel disingenuous? Cause I did see a trailer for it and immediately I will say, I audibly said, shut the fuck up. I have to <laughs> say this season is hitting a little different. Okay. It's not, um, it doesn't feel as, First of all, not as interesting. And it also, it, it's like, I get that they're like breaking the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. I'm a big reality TV girl. I love like Real Housewives, all that. And it's just, first of all, not very interesting. And then also, right, like when they're talking about it, it's like, I know you're talking about how now that you have children yeah. and like, oh, the image, we need to be really careful with like the image that we're putting out. But all of you girls are extremely extremely thin right now. So that's the other thing. I'm like, okay, as much as I, I want to have empathy, I'm like, but just shut the fuck up. Right. Like, exactly. just, just like, like do that. That's fine. Just like I, maybe zip, zip. I don't know what that pressure is like, but like maybe also stop saying things. Exactly. Like it's almost better about to just it. be silent. Because if you're going to lie, which right. you're entitled to right. not want to share things, but like if you get anything done to your body, whatever plastic surgery, like you are entitled to not want to tell anyone, but then don't lie about mm -hmm. it. And also like, it's kind of like not too little too late, but it's like, why now? Yeah. Why I don't know. Now? Like it just, feels why now? It feels, little, it, feels, rumors. it feels a little like contrived yeah, and like, very. it just feels a little disingenuous. And it's like, again, Maybe you think that you're doing something good by saying that. So like, I want to give them the benefit of that. But there's also like, again, like uncontrollable urge to just yell, shut the fuck mm -hmm. up. Because I'm like, I don't believe you. And so that kind of brings me back to, so when I worked with Skims, right? Yeah. So that was like, obviously very, very amazing career moment. So early on, really proud of myself. But when the photos came out, mm -hmm. I was like overwhelmed by like, holy fucking shit. So many people are seeing this. And like people were sending it to me left and right. People were reposting. And I didn't like how I looked. I thought I looked fucking tubby, like, I was so pale. Oh my God, it was like the depths of winter. It was February. I'm like, you're I was, so tan right well, now. now I am. I'm like, she's glowing. Like, but in, like, in February, I was literally translucent. And so I just remember I like didn't like how I look. And I was like being so, so hard on myself. People, there was one person in the comments that was like trolling me being like, she looks great for having just had five kids. I actually remember you posted. I posted yeah, about yeah, it on my yeah, post yeah, friends yeah, and yeah. I was like, but then everybody came to my defense and then it was absolutely hilarious because yeah. this burner account just started coming for everyone that was trying to like, oh my God. like help me out. So then they were like coming for my friend being like, well, your, your hair looks fried, like all this. So then it, it, it almost like, it was silly. It was silly. It just became silly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that, and so then I remember talking to my friend Lucy, Hey Lucy. Um, and she was like, the, some of the worst comments that I've ever gotten about my appearance were also on skims. Oh yes. So it's, 
also really interesting to think about like I really obviously appreciate that this huge global brand that like is all around the world there's dupes all the girls are yeah like fiending for the skims yeah and it's great that they're doing that inclusivity but it's also like still kind of discouraging that in the comments right like there's still they could do a better job monitoring them, to right. be honest with you. and things like that. Yeah, like, you could block words. Like, you, there are yeah. things that you can do. And, like, I don't think they're short on engagement where they need those comments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, you'll still have a good amount of, like, relax. But, like, yeah. do a better job, like, of managing that so that it doesn't turn into a toxic space. Like, and I felt, I, I was crying. No, I never yeah. cried. Like, I the, never like, cried. I, I can't, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I can't even imagine how many people follow skims on instagram let alone like are constantly keeping tracks like i had their notifications turned on for a very long long time like every time they posted on instagram because i was trying to get certain things that i wanted and they kept selling out so fucking quick to the point where i actually started to question if they ever restocked them no because i don't think they do no like i literally actually think it was like a scam yeah uh but great job because i was crazy and literally when they would restock anything that i wanted i would buy it in any size available like it's not my size i'm gonna buy it like i just want it (laughs) I just need it. It's like, it's too small. It's too big. I don't care. I'll shrink it. Yeah. I'll 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 put it in the dryer. (laughs) I'll stretch it out. It's fine. Like I'll make it work. And I still do make it work. All my long sleeves are skims. And I literally have. It's so comfy. This stuff is, I have to say, it's great stuff. At this point, I have 10 black long sleeves. Yeah. No, they're basics. Their basics are the best. Literally 10 of the exact same shirt. I feel like Pepper Ann when I open my closet. Um, But I'm like, I just. Yeah, I can't imagine that because you don't really strike me as a person who would be that impacted by like a comment section. So I'm like, but for I can't. some reason with this, I think it was also just like the scale amount of people that were like, like it was also like people, so many people that I know yeah. were sending it to me. And, and then I started to kind of spiral like, oh, I, I don't like how I look in these. I think I look like tubby. Like I'm like, I just, so it was like a combination of things. And then, you know what? One day I literally woke up like two days later after spiraling and I was like, I don't fucking care. And then I was like, actually, I look really hot in these. Isn't it crazy when that happens? In it, your brain? it just it clicked. It clicked. And I was like, this person commenting these stupid yeah. things is just a burner account asshole. Yeah. I look super fucking hot. It's true. And that's it. It's fine. And like, be proud of this moment. And that's that. And just keep it pushing. No, and I feel like I'm I'm glad that you were able to like get to that point because there is also something like again when you're taking photos all the time you're like you're like I know I don't look like this and why would you pick this photo of all the fucking photos it's we took, so much is out of your control. we took so many photos yeah. this was a photo that you yeah. chose like why is it always on my bad side like did you know that it was my bad side no but I feel personally right. attacked because I, I feel like you did know that yeah. and that's why you chose you knew this photo I had a little zit right there how and, dare you and then you look at it and you're like I hate this photo I hate the way uh-huh. I look and then you'll look at it like after some time has passed mm-hmm. and you're like I'm Actually, why am I like this? Perfect. This is actually a really great photo. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just not used to seeing myself maybe in this particular exactly. way. So it, it was like, I don't feel like I look my best. I yeah. could look better. And it's to add to that, the like scale of it being skims and yeah. all of those people looking at it, it just makes you like hyper exactly. aware of every little thing. And you're like, no, I need it to look like exactly like this random image yeah. I have in my mind. Exactly. And so then that, I, yeah, once I reached that point of just like, whatever, it's been fine. And so then I like worked with them again. Um, and I, it was, didn't even read the comments. I didn't even care. Yeah, like no. it was totally okay. Don't ever read. And I know that like, I saw the views. It was like a 200,000 people or something saw that. And, but it was like, I was able to kind of sit with it more and be like, whatever, like literally whatever. Who cares? And some girl somewhere is looking at this and is probably like, Oh, like I like that that girl looks like me. Yes, exactly. Or like just feeling like, Okay, even though this girl doesn't look like me, like inclusivity, right? Yes. 
representation. I know that we talk about the word has like such a stereotype stigma. It it makes me upset because I'm like, it's a great word. And like, fuck you Mm -hmm. for making it into this like weird way to make money for a short period of time and then eventually just revert back to what you know works, which is skinny white girl. Exactly. Because did we not learn our lesson? No. Like we went forward and then how how many times do you need to make the same dumb mistake? Yeah. Like, Like what are we doing? Like it's, it is very disheartening, but I think it's also like, you were saying following people and making sure that what you're being exposed to is like reinforcing what you already what you believe. Want. And also like what you, it's like you have to train your mind oh. and like what you consume is how you think. So, and like you have to be super mindful of what are you going I'm about? sorry for laughing, but like I love everything you're saying. I'm like, wow, me, because I'm like, I'm the number one proponent of like, you can train your brain, your brain, not your brain, your brain to think anything. Yeah. You can, it, you can really, train your brain. It's like wh- how you surround yourself, the spaces you create, mm-hmm. the people you surround yourself with, the stuff you're consuming willingly or unwillingly obviously unwillingly it's like jesus christ we're on the fucking getting off the train there's like the ozempic ads that they're putting all over the city things like that you can't avoid but you know like instagram things like that can i say something about ozempic really quick i don't know that i've ever spoken about it but i'm I'm gonna just really quickly say something number one there's no longer a shortage but there was a fucking shortage yeah my dad is diabetic and that shit pissed me the fuck off because he literally has so many doctor friends he's a retired doctor it was hard for him to get access to it, let alone, let alone people who don't have those yeah. relationships. So I'm like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Secondly, fun fact, you don't just take Ozempic and get the shot and then suddenly now you lose a bunch of weight. You literally have to eat really well. Yeah. Like my dad still had to eat really healthy fucking food. No, and then if you're off of it, you need to like work really hard to like, if you lost a yeah. bunch of weight, like it's like because you're basically like starving yourself right like yes. it's like it's an appetite suppressant. it's an appetite suppressant but also it's like that's the thing you still have to like force yourself like yeah. my dad had to like get over that part of yeah. having no appetites like no no because no, you, you have to eat still you have to eat yep. still and my mom would literally watch him like a fucking scary lady yeah. and be like finish your food no my friend's dad same thing yeah. he was like he was like repulsed by food yes. almost because yeah. he's diabetic also yeah and then it, he would he like there's and then there's other complications of course with it yes of course it's like literally like you electively i don't know but i will say i was reading an article and by reading an article i mean i watched a tiktok, a TikTok yeah um and basically they were talking about how they're doing studies to see that how Ozempic affects people with addictions like alcoholics uh-huh. and drug addicts and shopaholics and like they are now doing studies to show that it like just helps with the like, general addiction oh. but again none of it has to do with looking heroin chic right no because like that, how did that ha- like so, someone just got a hold of it and was like oh shit this is doing it for me and then all of hollywood did it and now it's like spreading all it's the- now it's in the ads on the fucking train and it's just like dude like you're still gonna have to eat healthy and work out so why don't you just like just do that mm-hmm. not in a not in a mean way just like in a way of like it's not cheap. Like, why are we doing this? Well, I think it's also because we're built on, like, the idea of, like, a quick fix. And, like, I'm going to be super transparent yeah. with you. Like, I... There's ways that we can get Ozempic here. Like, I... In, <laughs> in like, my house right now? It's like, here. It's ways. here. It's in... It's, it's, in it's the actually house. in my Ozempic bloodstream. is in the house right now. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, a lot of, like, especially gay community, a lot of my gay friends have access to it. And, like, it's been something that weirdly... I have been grappling with and I'm like, damn, do I? Because now, 
And because it's been offered to me, I'm like, oh shit, fuck, do I do it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it like and a new party be, drug or something like that? Like, do you want a little O? It's literally, that's how it's being offered. Though, I'm essentially. Screaming. It's literally a shot. And it's, it's literally a shot, like for old people that like have issues. Yeah. Like it's literally a, it's an unpleasant shot. And so basically I was like grappling with this idea of like, damn, do I do it? Do I not? I don't know. Because, and I was talking to my, my girlfriends who were also models about it. And like, I've been talking to my roommate and I'm still honestly to be transparent. Like I don't fucking I have, know. I do appreciate your transparency. Yeah. I don't I know. Do. Because like, because this is what I was talking to my other, all my other models that I was talking to about it are also curve models. Yeah. And we're talking about how everybody, everybody is dropping weight. Not even just like the Kardashians, not even like the you know real housewives, yeah. the Hollywoods. Just like random people. No, even like the curve model. All the curve models oh. are getting really skinny. All of the big curve models are losing weight. And so now we're all like, what the fuck? Like, it's just everybody's getting fucking skinnier everywhere. And so it's been like this whole dilemma that I like grapple with. And it's like, oh, like do like it, it would feel almost like I was like, like, do you feel like it's like a betrayal to your like to self? myself? Yeah, to myself. Yeah, to myself. Yeah. But then it's fucked because then I'm still like, but I want. It's I also because I've been like in the last couple of months I've been like working out more. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been eating any healthier, but just working out more has already like changed my yeah. body. And like I don't even think I've like really lost weight. I think my body is like resituated yeah. itself yeah, 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 in yeah. a more muscular way, maybe. Yeah. But I think I look thinner even though I'm not, mm-hmm. and I'm getting so many more compliments. So it's like. Fuck, That's how annoying. is it so hard? What it's so hard when I'm being reinforced, my agents telling me, like, oh, and they don't but they don't tell me like, oh, you've lost weight. No. no. They never comment on my no, no, weight no, no, or no. anything. But they'll be like, you look amazing. And like people more people just telling me, oh, you look so-. and it's like I know it's because I lost weight. But do you so think that fucked. there's maybe a correlation between like my brain? The way you feel about yeah. how you look is now you're presenting Maybe. in a different way. 100%. Because I am, I can look exactly the same. And if I feel like shit for whatever yes. reason, I just feel like I don't look that yes. great. And if I feel really good that day, like yes. I just am like, wow, I look so great. Everyone is like, you look so good. You look so good. Except mm-hmm. for on the few times that it's happened where no one has complimented yeah, me. And how then dare I, you? <laughs> and then I'll just literally go up to you and be like, tell me I'm yeah. great. Um, <laughs> because listen, if you want to ask for it. But I just... I think that it does also, there's like a correlation between like genuinely like how you feel Ex- internally. I could not agree more. And it, it sounds a little corny, but like it, it is true. Like the way you feel inside, it, it shows No, through. not even it's corny. True. It's yeah. literally just true. It's just, we're just scientists. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's been kind of like this like whole thing I've been going through. I think it's like both like my, the changes in my body, the changes in other people's bodies that are so overtly like very dramatic, very obvious. And it's just kind of been overwhelming. And so I'm like, damn, when fucking Ozempic is being thrown my way and now on my feed, all the curve models that I used to look up to are dropping weight. It's like, how can you not like at least think about it? No, I, I, I definitely feel like it's one of those things that, yeah, it, it, when something is normalized, you're going to consider it. Like mm-hmm. when lip filler first started exactly. like, having its moment, everyone was like, that's crazy. And then like, and, now, and then after so a while it was like, oh, wait, everyone is doing this. And again, nothing wrong with it. If you want to get lip filler, more power to you, go with God. But like, it just became normalized to the point of like, it was not good. Mm-hmm. Like it was bad because people were like going and getting Groupons and like fucking- Going to like- People that are not fucking Yeah, and like fucking up their face to have this like look because it just was like, well, everyone looks like this now. So like, I want to look like this and it's so accessible to me. So like, why wouldn't I? Exactly. But it's like- And now it's Ozempic. I'm like so scared now because I feel like I'm going to see people like shooting each other up with Ozempic at parties. 
don't be don't be surprised. I'm gonna be scared. It's I would literally be like heroin. Like we're doing. Oh, we're doing Hero- heroin. Heroin? Now? Question mark. No. Like, no, this is Ozempic, actually. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been like, yeah, a weird weird journey. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I think also the reason that I'm feeling like even considering it mm-hmm. is because. I like haven't been working out that much lately, and I was eating really bad like for the last and few weeks. Like, oh, so now, so it's, that, so it's that same feeling of like I just don't really feel great right now. Like I feel good when I work out, and like I have my endorphins, whatever the fuck. And also, like again, I'm I'm not gonna try to sway you, but I am gonna try to sway sure, you. Sure, absolutely. And that I will say, doesn't it feel better when you kind of like work for something and then you get it? Yes. Like like it, like it's it's yes. nice to just be given something, right? It's, yes. When something is easy, who doesn't love something easy? But like, when you there's work this for like it. weird feeling of like I fucking did that. Like mm-hmm. that was me. Like this is I did that. Yeah. And it feels like again, like internally, you feel better. Like you feel like you accomplished something. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like again, it just reflects. Then you're just more beautiful because you're like, oh yeah, like because you're feeling good. Because you the feel inside. good. Like you feel like you were able to identify something that was maybe not feeling you, making you feel great, and then on your own kind of you like figure it. it out yeah. and like find yourself. It's in literally a, like therapy. Yes. It's, it's like you have to work, do the work. It's like go to therapy, the take a Zambic. Which one yeah, is it? No. <laughs> literally. Those are the options. Same thing. What, both the same results. But no, I think it it is hard. And I, I also think like you're still at an age, not to like infantilize no, you, but like you will continuously go through phases of yeah. like how you feel about the way you look because the same way that your body changes in your early 20s I'm here to tell everyone because no one told me when you turn 30 your body will change mm-hmm. your body will just change and it's not bad but like it will always feel alarming because mm-hmm. you're like why are my clothes fitting me the same mm-hmm. why like and you're gonna feel self-conscious in the same way that you feel when you first go through puberty mm-hmm. like it's just you feel out of control of your body yes and it's just unsettling but genuinely, truly, like, I feel like I look better now than I ever did at any age in my life. I'm like, because I feel like more womanly than I looked before. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to look like. And you're comfortable. Yeah. With your like, body too. I, I, I like, I like the way that I look and the little things that bothered me, like, it's still like, I have to work through them mm-hmm. because everyone has their own dumb shit. Yeah. Like, well, no one is a harsher critic to us than ourselves. Like the way that I face tune my head, I really need to stop doing it. With a hijab on my head looks so large. Okay. I, ha- I feel Do like- Do you shrink it? Yeah. My, w- listen, it's, I don't know if it's the angle. I don't know what's happening, but the, my head literally looks like larger than my face. Oh my God. Like, when I say my I've head- I've never noticed that. Exactly. It's, it's a crazy thing that only yeah. I see. And like, I need to stop and I've stopped doing it, but like it's, it was so difficult for me to stop. But I'm like, Noor, you know that that's not what your head looks like. Mm-hmm. Just shut the fuck up and accept that maybe in this photo, it's a weird angle and you're wearing a scarf and like whatever. But the, like nobody else is looking at no. that. Nobody else is noticing that. But it's also like the type of thing where it's, I, I don't actually care if anyone is noticing it. I, I, exactly, I see it. No, that is exactly, that's my problem too. Because if I see it, oh, that's, that's the worst than anything that's, that's else. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I actually, if I didn't see it and other people saw it, that's fine. I don't me. care. I don't need to, I don't, I don't need to know. It's information that I'm not interested in. I know in. now. And I'm like, oh, now that I know this, I can't unknow exactly. it. And then the first time you do it, the first time you face tune your head, <laughs> that's, that's the, that, that's it. That's You're it. done. That's, it's literally, it's like a gateway drug. You're like, I, now I got to face tune my head in every, every photo because it needs to be consistent. There needs to be continuity. Yeah. Um, but no, like any, and it's so funny cause I'll look at a photo where I did it and where I didn't. And I'm like, there's, there's actually, actually, this is the exact same. Like look. it's really not that 
it's there's no difference yeah. you're just why did you do that you yeah like what a waste of time and but energy. i think that's also the thing with like facetune with ozempic with all this shit right it's the idea of instant gratification of instantly fixing a problem and being and like being like okay okay it's fixed now it's good but like that's simply not how it works right no like even if you facetune the photo of your head you're still it's like it's still it's like it's 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 literally just so silly like everything about it i'm like no you're an adult what are you doing right now face tuning your head on the train this is embarrassing the person next to you staring at your phone that'd be me i always oh i had a privacy screen for the longest time ever and then i finally took it off because first of all everyone yelled at me they were like Nora you're so annoying because you're showing me something on your phone and I can't can't see see anything and then if I would walk outside when it was sunny I true could not see see anything so I would be like oh I'm gonna make a left up here wrong yeah (laughs) wrong and then now I'm literally walking the wrong direction and then you have to do the whole turn around of shame no I'll walk around I'll walk around yeah I walk around I will walk around unless it's really hot in which case I actually don't care or and then I'll just go like this I'll look at my phone uh, like not slap the, my head not the and then I'll pretend like I got a text or something <laughs> turn around she laughs to herself as if no and nobody is watching me by the way this is just the performance for Tomie no 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 one is looking at anyone actually that's not true I'm just not looking at anyone so I would never have noticed <laughs> yeah perfect as long as you don't as notice. long as I don't notice yeah, it's fine it's I don't look at people's faces and quite frankly I don't look at their dicks either so if yeah. you're walking around with New York with your dick out didn't see it didn't see it didn't see it nice I actually, try though you know, I, I forgot to mention I saw a dick too on the street when like, probably like a month ago did you see my close friends when I found that baby bird on the street and I, I was do, crying I do remember the baby bird oh my god I was fucking crying up and down the streets what happened of to that baby bird I, they, my friends made me put it back but um did a little research. Turns out I shouldn't have picked it up in yeah. the first place it's because okay. it's called a fledgling or something, it's and okay. its mom is feeding. You were trying it, to help. It's okay. I literally the bird was sitting in the middle of the sidewalk and looked up at me. So then I'm crying about this bird that I just had to leave behind. Oh my god, no! And then I'm so literally cr- ugly oh crying. And then next god. thing you know, butt naked man. I hear feet slapping on butt the sidewalk. Naked. Dude, I'll show you the photo. Butt naked. <laughs> I'll show it to you. Butt naked. He must, must have been a darer, or like he must have lost a bet or something. No shoes, dick flopping around, running down the street. And everybody, it was the type of thing where everybody on the street has to like look at each other to make sure we all saw the like, same thing. Like, are we thing. all hallucinating right now? But I'm like, if there was a child, you would go to jail. I, and I wish that that person would go to jail regardless. I it, think was just that, a, it was a random white guy, of course. Oh, of course. That man is not going to jail. They probably would high-five him and be like, sick, dude. Be like, cool. What, would you so lose funny. a fantasy football? Oh. I don't even know if it's like, football yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you catch that, the game? Yeah. The, 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 go, go Bulldogs. I don't know. But... Uh, dogs. <laughs> no, the reason I brought up the dick thing while uh-huh. she's looking for the, the naked man photo um, is because two, two days in a row, there was a man with their dick out and I was with friends who saw it and I saw nothing because all I see is blurs and all I look out for is danger. Two days in a row is like insane. Yeah. And legitimately both times did not see it. Okay. So the idol. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. Okay. So you watched it, right? I did watch it. Okay. I, I just want to hear your thoughts. I'll go first. What the fuck was that shit? What the fuck? First of all, oh my God, Lily Rose debt looks like a little baby bird. Like, like, she, like so I could just break her like a broomstick over my knee. It was it was okay. Maybe it's because I was off a hundred milligram edible, but I was absolutely like so scared of how thin she was. The whole show is just her being hot, skinny, and naked, naked, white. Yes, that's it. That's the, that's the only takeaway that I took. Like it ended, and my roommate and I were like, "What the fuck." And I just find it hard 
to believe that there's actually a real story here. There's not. Because based off of what I've gathered, it's, again, okay, so it's going to be a show centered around skinny white girl being naked. Yep. And then yep. being abused, maybe in some way, uh, shape, yep. or form, yep. like being assaulted, probably yep. a little bit. I could, I could. Just... I read. Did you read the the Vanity Fair? Yes. Yeah. And so I'm like, I know assault is right around the corner. Yep. And like, I actually used to be a huge uh, fan of the weekend. Like, I like. Oh, I literally loved that man in 2000, fucking 14, 13, 15, tr- the trilogy. Oh, I saw him in concert. Yes. He looked at me. I'm sure of it. I swear. I saw him on his first U.S. tour. There was Did he, so he had the long hair and everything still. He it, it was when he would stand on stage and wouldn't even move a muscle because he was so uncomfortable. It was his oh. first tour. House of Balloons had just come out. I don't even think yeah. Thursday was out. Like I think it was just like the first mixtape. Maybe the second mixtape was out. But oh, like, you're an OG. Oh no, I like just like when it was on SoundCloud. I, I discovered him. He is he he was, <laughs> he was so good. And you know it's actually hilarious because I used to always be like because. Oh, hey, shout out Bella Hadid. Her and I used to... F- I love her. Her and I used to follow each other on Tumblr a long time ago. And I'm literally internally screaming. And so I remember like being obsessed with her because yeah. she was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for 0.5 seconds. And I remember I was like, what, 14? Fucking found her Instagram. I have been following that chick since she has had 5,000 followers. That's crazy. That is so creepy. That is She so- was a regular schmegular girl. And so whatever, this is like now... So you discovered Bella Hadid. Yes. You heard it here first. IMG, I scouted her first. Yeah. And I remember literally being like, Bella Hadid in The weekend should date because I loved Bella and I loved The weekend. Why would you wish that upon her? And then they dated and then I was like, this was a horrible... I regret This was a horrible choice. I made this happen (laughs) and now I wish I could take it back. And I hope she's so happy with the man she's got now. Because he... he, But he used to like not be like... I... I don't know what the fuck his problem is. And now something's happening. The thing is, is, I loved him so much. And then after I think Kissland, that was the last album oh, I, I, loved I accepted. That was a, yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, after yeah. that. I literally rejected it. I was yeah. like, I don't want this anymore because again, it was feeling like contrived. It was getting more, way more poppy as well. And also I'm just like, I, now I'm, my brain is more developed. So like hearing you sing about like, like fucking like, bitches and like shower, drug giving pins. girls drugs just to have sex with them. Yeah, and like, like oh. and if she wants to have sex with you, she has to have sex with the whole crew right. and this feels like a crime oh and so that's actually illegal yeah like i literally was just like i i can't in good faith consume this music and sing along to it and like not feel like what what am i saying this is so silly but there's still a part of me that i had a soft spot for him still like like no i still when he did that super bowl maybe or something he did something big like that. I was like, cool. Like, that's, I'm happy for you. Like, I, I also think he blew up too much. And then I was like, not into it as much. Like, like I, I didn't like how he became famous. No, I actually, like, cause at that point I was like, I don't like your music anymore. So I'm happy for you. I want you to be successful. I'm, oh, I want to so, see you grow. So cause again, I feel like I discovered him. So yes. I was like, it's like, I'm going to let you be free. Yeah. You know, live your dream, Fly. make Fly money, yeah. whatever. And then he dated Bella Hadid. And then that kind of, I will say, made me not like him as much. But then after yeah. seeing him in The Idol for literally one episode, I was like, you're disgusting. He's and disgusting. why do I feel like you're just playing yourself? No, he's like... Why do I, I feel like you're just playing my yourself? My roommate and I were trying to understand. G and I were like, what's the significance of the rat tail? Also, I mean, so sorry. But the, literally the entire time. And I get that it's a show. You're supposed to... What is it? Suspend yourself to the reality or whatever the fuck that term is. When you I like suspended reality. When you like allow yourself to fall into that world. I don't want that. In what world would, first of all, she be at a club like that? 
if a man came up to me like that at the club, I would be like, if, if I, he scre- if a man DJ'd exactly, exactly. and called let me dance with you, club, this girl's a celebrity. There are people dying we are outside, in LA. Like, and you want to just announce that I'm fucking here the way that I would literally sue them. I would, su- I would. Security. She had no security on. She her was also. like, ha ha he he. I'm like, wrong. And incorrect. Then, no one would react you that way. Have a dance with me. I'm no, leaving. You have a I'm rat gone. tail. You I'm have a rat leaving. tail. And then just like them like bumping and grinding like that. I'm like, I would be there taking a video. If I was at that club also, and that was a famous person, I'd be taking a video. I'd be sending it to Dumois. They'd be done. I have a really quick question and this is going to be a spoiler. So if you don't watch the episode, maybe shut the fuck up and yeah. keep fast forward. There is a scene that they replayed where she's taking a shot with her friends. Did he drug her? I was trying to figure that out as well. I feel like he drugged her. Well, there was definitely, that's what also, like, there was something happening, obviously, between him, Mm -hmm. the guy sitting at the bar, the bar. I don't know what the connection is. Clearly, from like the, in this season, like, they're his buddies, whatever. But I was also wondering, I was also wondering if he drugged her. I think he drugged her. I think he did as well. But also, like, literally, only two men could have come up with this idea that this would ever fucking happen because the way that literally. She would never speak or look at that man, and no in one should. Any, in no world would I ever see a man that looks like that and say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go home and fucking masturbate on my couch thinking about." Also, it. I'm sorry. That was. I think I fast forwarded through it, not because I'm like a prude or something, but like there was something. The way they kept panning over her body, it was making me like, unnecessary. It was really unnecessary, and also like. Listen, I'm not king shaming anyone, but like, why, 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 no. why, why? Like, there was just no need. There was no need, but that's how it was like. It was probably one of the shows that I've watched in in a while that is like, this is so clearly just for the male gaze. Yeah, and I, you know, there was like all that controversy. It was first being directed by like a female director, and then I don't know how credible this is, but or maybe it was actually credible. It was the Vanity Fair article. I'm not 100. Mm-hmm. percent that was like, then the weekend didn't like mm-hmm. the direction that it was going. Yeah, it was supposed to be from the female perspective. Right, and it yeah. was supposed to be about like... Empowerment. Right, and then Sam Levinson took over. He's a fucking pervert. He really is, and He's also like, fucking he just looks like one also. No, I know. Not G that and you I should stereotype the- people, but like maybe sometimes with yeah. white men you should. No, and G and I looked at like the, you know, after after the show when they like talk about it, and we were like, oh, that's what he looks like. Checks like out. a creep, like Checks a out. big fucking creep. Checks and like, out. Yeah, it's just a huge bummer though that now I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna really hate the weekend after this. I, I, no, I, he's kind of ruined. And also, he's just not particularly a good actor. No, he's actually kind of a bad actor. He's kind of bad, but also. Um, and he creeps me out. He creeps me out on the show. He gives me the ick so bad. I will say, I did once have a rat tail. You did. Uh, I was a child, and uh, okay, my my sister, fine. who's my sister Reem, who's a year and nine months older than me, we like to pretend we're twins. We're uh-huh. really good at that lie because we'll be like, "When's our birthday? March thirty first, nineteen eighty nine," and then we laugh maniacally because it's like, if we weren't twins, why would we say the same right. birthday? And then it's like the person's probably like, "Okay," and it's like, who would pre-plan that? No one. Um, and so she bribed me once with a pizza to give me a haircut, mm-hmm. and no. I've definitely talked about the pizza thing before because it was it really pissed me off. She did eventually years later buy me the pizza, but she never bought me the pizza at, like during a time frame that made sense but she cut your hair she cut my hair in the bathroom with and how old were you i was maybe 10 sweetie that's like a that's like a grown age to like know better Mm, well you know you don't have older sisters i know i really don't i'm the oldest she you know had cut her own hair before and was dyeing her hair and doing things okay so like she seemed like she knew what she was doing Uh but the red flags for me should have been number one she was cutting my hair in the bathroom with no lights on and it was a bathroom was our shared bathroom which had navy blue tiles so with the light not on it's very no dark you're actually poor lighting 
we're dark in a, room we're in a dark you room. Can't see. So she cut my hair in a dark room and several times would say like, oh shit. <gasps> and then and then vacillate between saying things like, oh shit, and maniacally laughing again. And you just let her proceed. And at that point I was Could like, you see in the mirror? No. So oh my god. I was like, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, Reem, what do you like, stop it? Like, what's so funny? And she's like, I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing. Yeah, yeah, gaslighting me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then literally she gave me a rat tail. <gasps> do you have a photo? No, thank God. I'm the youngest child and it's very sad in a lot of ways that no one took photos of me. But, but sometimes maybe it's sometimes it's helpful that yeah. no one took any photos of me because thank God. Well, maybe you in the weekend should No, he's short. Should and I don't like that. that. And my dad is a short man, but he's a good man and he's not creepy. <laughs> and so. he doesn't have a rat tail. And my dad does not have a rat tail. My dad is a fucking angel and every other short man on this earth, I don't know what to say about you. Yeah, very questionable. But literally I I really I hate that I still am going to watch it. Though. Oh, no, 100%. It's like Euphoria. Honestly, because like, I kind of hate watch Euphoria. I the first like. season was kind of good, though. No, but then the second one, I was like, I this know. is... But then it's like, it just gets porny. But like, I, at least Euphoria has like a plot that like... Yes, exactly. And there's different things. Uh, them cutting out Barbie. Oh, listen. Sam Levinson. Listen, listen. Sam Levinson. Yeah, no, that's... There it is. Listen, she didn't even need to say anything. It's we very knew. clear what we the knew. fuck happened. We knew, yeah, what, yeah, we knew yeah. what he wanted on his yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that ending was so weird do you trust me fucking chokes her out and like is now you can sing oh wow a man told you that now you could sing like you can fuck what, first like, of all what? everything about that i was like shut the f- my i literally was looking at my tv like oh i wish people could see but i was looking at my tv like no ew and then i was watching it with my kittens that i'm fostering and oh i covered their God. eyes yes cover the eyes they can't see that yeah no, babies. No, no. i've definitely covered my cat's eyes not yeah. baby though because he's a grown he's adult a grown, man and but, he, but grammy her eyes she's, she's a bit an young angel. her eyes need to be covered every yeah she, she doesn't like that. it though but i'm gonna do it because mm-hmm. i don't want her to be exposed to to that to, to the, sam levison the pornography that we literally <laughs> were forced to watch but also like i I don't even want to say it because I'm like, I don't want to go on a tangent, but I'm going to say it because I can't not say everything that pops into my mind. Why is every TV show soft core porn? Why? Why? It's, why? It's, why? But that's, but that's I don't why wanna... I think I like reality TV now more. I mean, I've always loved reality TV. The thing is, it's like, it's not that I don't like reality TV. And I want to be clear. It's not like I think I'm like above it. It's very hard for me to focus on it. See, I, oh, I, it's like, I think I have, I don't have ADHD, but I have ADHD I have, brain. I have ADHD for real, but I, if I'm watching reality TV with even one friend, uh-huh. it's better when it's a group and we're all commenting. Yeah. I can be engaged. Because yeah. then it's like you have to watch and then you comment. But if not, I just like, I will try because I'm like, I enjoyed this when I watched it with my friends. Mm-hmm. I will try it now. You and so now. I just can't. I can't. I can't. See, what I like about it is that it's like little tidbits of conversation. Like it's like quick little scenes. Mm-hmm. That's why I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But also uh, like it's Real Housewives for me to the death. And I just... Oh, it's such an interesting look into like, like society, cl- like class fucking. I wish I knew anything about the real oh, housewives. I, could, so that I, I can, can literally go on. All I know is that Bella Hadid was on it. Yes, her, so her mom was on it. Her mom. That's when her mom oh, was like, oh, "You can have seven almonds." If yes, you're I literally went on YouTube and searched every clip of, of Yolanda. Bella. No, not Yolanda. Oh, of Bella. Of Bella on the show. Yeah. And it's it like was, maybe ten minutes. It really wasn't a lot. Um, but just because I was like, I love her. Yeah. So that's the only exposure I have to The Real Housewives is watching clips of Bella Hadid, the very limited amount of them. Gorgeous. Like, I've never actually watched it. It's like, oh, it's just, it's, it's, it depends obviously which franchise you watch because there's so many different. Which and favorite? they very, Atlanta. Oh my God. She says it so matter of factly. Like they are so funny. Like it's like, I literally cackle like a crazy person alone in my room watching that show or Potomac also really funny. Um, Miami, really anything that's like, like the least amount of 
white, white women, white. honestly, like is is better. I agree with they're, that because they're funnier. That's also and the like title the, of this the shade. <laughs> also, like these women like call each other out more. Like in Beverly Hills, it's like they're a lot more like meek and like behind the back and like and then the, immediately they leave feathers. the room and they're like that's yeah a, she's a fucking bitch. But in Atlanta, it's like girl, what did you say to me? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think it's like a such a fascinating view into like class hierarchy, race, like motherhood feminism you're really selling me on this i'm right now. literally it's like but i don't want to lie to you and tell you that i'm gonna watch it no you I, don't have to I, you but, don't have but to. i know that even if i attempted i would you fail would, yeah and i don't like setting myself no up for some failure. people just it's not it for them i wish but i literally since i was like 13 i've been watching real Housewives with my mom see that's so that's like 10 oh, years now that's actually so cute we did she still watch it oh yeah when you guys I'm like home. have a little chit chat about it well yeah when, when we face him i'm like did you watch Miami? And she was like, Sin Anna Alexia. Oh my God. And it's crazy because Miami one is Cubans. It's mm-hmm. a lot of Cubans. And it's like so many similarities, like about like the idea of family, of like loyalty, blah, blah, blah. Like super like sexist, super like patriarch, very like just misogynistic ingrained in a lot of these women because Cuban culture can be like that a lot but also every culture every culture really every culture but it's really interesting to watch it because like since i know my family's cuban my dad's side it's really interesting to see like the similarities in that you're like hmm, and it's kind of like a trance. case study my you're mom like, so my mom and i would literally be like oh my god alexia was acting just like and then we'll just like cheese me like we'll just oh, talk shit that's so fucking that's so nice literally what was that one show about the dubai bling oh yeah my mom does not watch television my she mom, watched that she literally watched it and it's because fuck, what is that guy's name? Oh my God. The really annoying one who like is not gay, but like he is gay. And I don't, I don't know, mean I that in a derogatory episodes. way. Anyways, she, he was, a. my mom was a school principal and he was enrolled in her school, in middle school. And my mom like knows his mom who's like on the show because her other children went to my mom's school and his sister was a teacher at my mom's school for several years. So my mom was only watching because she was to like, watch this family. Like, I know these people. Yeah. And what was her takeaway? Um, well, it's a lot of tea that my mom would literally stab me in the face. Cause sure. first of all, my mom wouldn't, didn't even want me to tell my friends. Cause she was like, no, that, but that's such a, it's always like, you can't tell anyone. I swear you won't tell anyone. I won't. Cause my mom is Girl, like, I'm going to tell the group. Text. Cause my mom is like, you cannot spread bad know, things about people. It's if you like, know something bad oh, about someone, oh, you need to protect oh, them. I'm like, that's no. fine. But like, what if I don't yeah. know them? Well, also what if I don't care? And also what if I don't care? Yeah. Also, like, mm, there's like, it's listen. If something actually traumatic happened, obviously, I'm not gonna like go around yeah. laughing hysterically telling people. But like, if but it's funny. Also, you put yourself on a Netflix reality TV show about how rich you are. Like, if it's I'm allowed to funny, comment. we're gonna laugh. Yeah, I, and, I'm allowed to comment. And laughing is good. Laughing is like you laugh, you live longer. Live, laugh, love. Exactly. Listen, that's a great way to end the episode. I, I love it. That, is that the new sign off? No, but yeah. <laughs> honestly, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh and my for, god, of course. For, this is literally just us talking, just talking. It was, it was like a much less. Uh, assholey conversation than the first one. We yeah, had. no, the first one was just the girls were spilling the I tea. I have to hear my grievances. Well, yeah, we have to let each other know what's going on. Um, but as always, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Arab American Cycle, where you will see a lovely photo. And also, you could follow me on Instagram at Nori, where I'm probably taking pictures of my cats. And don't forget to floss your teeth, wear your sunscreen, don't be a fucking asshole. And I'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.